Number one versus number two to get things started here at 133. Tarachi driving, and there's the two. The national championship to Carter Tarachi. Fend off a nice leg attack by Brooks. Brooks works into a body lock. He throws Rands to his back. That's all we get? You're moving on already? Chopley K. White. Roman Bravo Young, Penn State's first champion at 133 pounds. And what a way to start the night. A victory in a sudden victory. Man, it feels amazing. You know, I put a lot of work into this. People don't see. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure sometimes, but got it done. And now I'm a national champ forever. It means a lot. On this edition of the Let's Go State Wrestling Podcast, we welcome in 125-pound representative Drew Hildebrandt, who picked up his second victory as a Nittany Lion this past Sunday against Indiana. Drew, first off, good to finally have you on the podcast. I know fans have been reaching out, trying to get you on here for a couple of weeks now, so we had to deliver, had to get you on the podcast. But what was running through your head the first time you took the mat inside rec hall this past Sunday? Wow, wow, what a, what an experience. I mean, State College has it going on. It was, it was really cool. I was... uh. Super amped up. I had to calm myself down multiple times. So I was just like, oh, just stay relaxed, stay relaxed. I was like, let's go. <laughs> so when you actually took the mat, you saw the crowd. There's I mean, just a couple of thousand people inside Rec Hall, right, trying to watch you. At what moment did it soak in that you're like, I'm actually doing this right now? I mean, uh, when when the the boys all got around me and started huddling, I just was like smiling so much. And I was like, yeah, this is this is real life. I'm, I am... I am here. Like uh, that's just kind of kind of how when it hit me. That's a really cool moment for you. You also picked up your first pin as the Nittany Lions just a few days before that against Maryland. What was special about that moment as you look back? Um, you know, it marked uh, a long layoff for me. I hadn't been on the mat in a while, so just getting back on the mat, you know, it was really important to you know have a good match, I guess, and can't start it off better, I guess. <laughs> no doubt about that. You spent five seasons at Central Michigan. You've now had two duels underneath your belt. What attracted you specifically to Penn State? Other uh, people. I mean, and and the people here are amazing. There's just everyone is such such a and has such good perspectives and such good attitude here. I haven't met like a, a bad person yet. And that, that's including parking, even though parking is a pain, <laughs> as we talked about earlier. But I haven't met a bad person yet, and, and, you know, that's just something important in my life. I like to stay positive. I like to, you know, connect with people, and everyone seems to really want the same here at Penn State, so... For those that don't know, we record this podcast in the wrestling room. Carter Storacci, national champion, just walked by, gave a deuces to both of us. What can you tell me about Carter Storacci? Oh, he's a good guy. I'm getting to know him a little more, a little more. He's uh, He's serious, but he can also, you know, lighten up a little bit. He's... He's fun. I'm, I'm connecting with him a little bit, and he's he's giving me some tips, even though I'm, I'm quite a bit older than him. He, he's a menace on the mat, so he's giving me a lot of good tips and stuff. What has surprised you so far about being in this room? Um, I don't know how it is other places, but a lot of rooms, people are, you know, not always happy to be wrestling, but everyone here is extremely blessed and, and grateful to be wrestling, and so, you know, the, the perspective everyone brings is, is um, amazing. That's a really cool perspective. Obviously, uh, Happy Valley is known for its people being nice. So it's a good perspective. All right, let's go for away from wrestling. So tell us, for those that don't know, where you grew up, your family, stuff like that. Yeah, so I grew up um, in a little town called Granger, Indiana. It's uh, right outside South Bend, Indiana, for the people who know football, Notre Dame, things like that. Um, so I grew up there, wrestled basically since first grade. My whole family wrestled. Uh, to start it with my brother, my sister wrestles. She, she's pretty good. And then my other sister coaches wrestling. And so we're just like a wrestling family. Neither of my parents wrestled. We just all kind of caught the bug. 
I went to school actually at a school called Penn High School. Huh? So I went there, graduated in 2016. That that's, that shows you my age there. <laughs> and then uh, you know I went to Central Michigan for five years and had a had a great career there and met some great people there as well. All right, so we talked before this of some things that you like to do, also mm-hmm. away from wrestling. That includes hiking, some national parks. Mm-hmm. What's your top national park oh. that you've been to? Okay, so I've been to 23. What? Yeah, I've been to 23 national parks. My goal is to hit all 63 by the time I turn 30. So That's ambitious. That's ambitious, but I mean, I've I got a good start. You know, 23, 23. national parks. Mm-hmm. So I actually... That's where I proposed to my fiance was, no way. was at a national park. It was Glacier National Park out in Montana. So I really like that one, right, because of that. But I also like one in Colorado called Rocky Mountain National Park. So Those are both great ones. Those are my two favorites. Glacier National Park's like on my bucket list. I haven't been to that one. Been to Rocky Mountain National Park. That's yeah. a cool one. Yeah, I like that one. There's a lot of great day hikes for just like everyone in the family, but Glacier Glacier's crazy, dude. I've heard it's beautiful. <laughs> Have you been to Yosemite? I haven't been to Yosemite. I need to get out to California. I'm saving like I want to do a whole California trip and hit all nine of their parks like at once. So when you're when you're out actually physically hiking, there's obviously a sense of peace and stuff like that. You can clear your mind. You're away from the rest of the world. You can turn your phone off, turn a little music on if you're that. What do you like to do personally when you go out on the hiking trail? Um, well, when I went to other people, I just like to get talk to them. You get in some some weird conversations. I mean, uh, <laughs> just just about anything, you know. Like, oh, hey, look at that rock. How long do you think that rock's been here? It's a the long best. Time. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. Or a tree. Like, how, how old do you think that tree is? Think the tree is yeah. old enough. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so you said bucket list item is Yosemite. Do you have one of the 63 that you haven't been to yet that you're like, I got to get there? Oh, man. There's, there's all of them pretty much. No, but I, I am planning two more. Um, there's two in Hawaii. For my, for my honeymoon. So. Uh, <laughs> cross that off the list. Uh, are you a waterfall guy? Are you a tree guy? Are you a stick on the trail? Just a mountain guy. Mountain guy, yeah, mountain. I love mountains. I love them. I wanna, I wanna eventually get out to. Well, honestly, this is Happy Valley. Even seeing the the Mount Nittany is is a huge upgrade for me. I'm like, I, I had to hike it right when I got got in. I was like, we gotta we gotta do this hike. I oh, so you did hike. that one like instantly? Instantly, I was like, oh man, I'm in the mountains. So Give us a little of, review. I liked it. It was it was steep, steeper than I thought, and I was like, "This is interesting." It, it, a good view. It was a cold. I think I did it on Thanksgiving, so it was like a cold, crisp day, and it's kind of empty, so it was nice. A little silence to yourself. Yeah, yeah. It was. I, I I enjoyed it. I'll give it like a out of five. Well, I'll give it a five out of five just because we're in Penn State. <laughs> good answer. Good answer right there. All right, so we've got hiking, we've got national parks, we've got your family covered. Give us one more thing that we do, we don't necessarily know about you. Oh, one more. I'm okay. This one's gonna be weird. I'm really and maybe not that deep. I'm good at like animal noises and like impersonations. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. Like, are we are we gonna do one right now? Is that I, how we're gonna I do? I think this? I might like. I don't know. I don't know if I should do one right now. <laughs> I feel like people are gotta know me to do that. You know. What's your top animal noise? I'm pretty good at sheep and cows. Sheep and cows. Sheep and cows. So when you're driving by on the road and you see some sheep and cows, you're you're the guy that does that, aren't and you? Everyone will like do it until I do it. They're like, look at me and like try theirs, and they're like, come on, man, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. All <laughs> right, so here's the deal. We're gonna put this on record right now. We've got about 30 seconds left. When you win the national title this season, afterwards, for those that listen to this podcast, are going to demand you either do a sheep or a cow noise. You good with that? Boom. Yeah. They'll know me better by then. By the end Beautiful. of the season, everyone will know me better. Right now, I can't be that weird new kid just 
doing the animal noises. So I agree with that. Drew, appreciate your time. Good luck yeah. the rest of the way as Penn State will be back in action this Sunday at 5 p.m. when they take on Rutgers inside Rec Hall. Until the uh, animal noises, talk again soon. <laughs> See ya.